Atomic Blonde podcast may contain adult subject content. I'd like to advise my viewers prior to any episode. Stay hot, Atomic Blonde. What's with this Okay, don't tell me you don't know what a snap cup is. Okay, I'll explain it. You are gonna write down a little anonymous praise note, a little warm fuzzy. Warm fuzzy. Yes, compliments about your coworkers, just something nice. And then you're gonna deposit them in the sacred vessel. See, the snap cup is essential to any bipartisan environment. Consider 1998 Spring Carnival. The Delta News partnered with the Kappa Kappa Gammas on Project Kissing Booth. Big problems. Go ahead, write. So a whole heated debate transpired over the whole tongue-no-tongue policy. I think you know what side the Kappas were on. (laughs) But anyway, it really helped us move past the conflict, and I think it can help us today. So let's just try this, okay? Thank you, Rena. Thank you. Thanks for that. Thank you, Timothy. (laughs) Okay. So now the Snap Cup mistress, me, recites. Good, I got mine. Grace always has the confidence to speak her mind. Plus, she looks terrific in charcoal. (laughs) And voila, snaps for Grace. Do you see? Oh, our first snap cup. This is so exciting. I wonder what'll happen next. Okay. What do Al Woods and the snap cup have in common? Oh, a riddle. That's so cool. I love riddles. They're both. Stupid. Hey guys, and welcome to the Atomic Blonde Podcast. This is episode 15 with yours truly, Heather May. It is a solo week with your host with the most. (laughs) Should I just say the ghost with the most? Because I feel really ghoulish. Okay, anyway, so... I definitely want to thank you guys once again for coming each week and listening to me ramble on about this and that. And I like to create a safe place where you can totally be yourself. Everyone is accepted as I hope that you accept everything that I speak out and give as well. I would definitely love any feedback, thoughts, or any ideas for the show that you'd like to see. I'm always open up for new things that are fun and exciting. So shoot those over my way. I will be taking a week off next week. I will not be having a podcast. Um, I have to have some medical things done. 
a procedure and I'm going to be laying low. So keep me in your well wishes and prayers. I really appreciate that. And I'm really excited for when we do return the following week. We are going to chat with my special guest, Pinky, which I'm so excited to have her on. She is the ultimate fangirl out there, and she literally has met every celebrity possible. And I can't wait to sit down with her and have a wonderful conversation about who we love, who we don't love, who are her favorite people that she's met, what are her best interactions. It's just going to be a really good time to get to know her, get to know like what it is to be a fangirl, the ultimate fangirl, and just hear her story. So I'm really excited. Definitely check that out and stay tuned for that. Okay, so my mindful moment this week. My mindful moment is just going to be for a second to just stop, take a deep breath, and tell yourself that you are still worthy no matter how you feel. That's a hard one for me, but let's say it again. I am still worthy no matter how I feel. You're worthy to have love. You're worthy to have compassion. You're worthy to have great friendships. You're worthy to have positive relationships. You are worthy to not be put on the back burner. You are worthy in everything that you do. And even if you're fighting right now, you are still worthy. That is my mindful moment this week for everyone listening and for myself. Okay. So things I am loving this week, I would have to say, even though through my sleep deprivation and God awful roller coaster of a mood this week and chronic fatigue hell, um, I would say that I'm really loving the fact that I came up with an idea to take a bunch of my designs, put them on a brand called Peachy Lemon, <laughs> sweet and sour, <laughs> kind of together, Peachy Lemon, haha. Ha. Um, and create some merchandise that people can shop. Um, I created it with Teespring. They are a great platform for artists and people alike that want to get some of their designs out there, sell on merchandise, but want to limit the cost of doing everything on their own. Um, since I am unfortunately not able to have a complete business on my own or have the financial backing to do it, Teespring gives me a way to put my designs out there and I get partial profit and then I don't have to worry about shipping or printing. They take care of it. So definitely check them out. Love the store idea they have. Um, love the fact that I can put my designs on there. It's really, really cool. So guys, definitely check that out. Check out my brand, Peachy Lemon. Got some really cool shit on there. Got the hot girl shit. Hashtag hot girl shit. Um, it's a movement. <laughs> It is basically being hot, even when you're not. It's the hot girl shit. Um, and I also created a hot boy shit too, because can't leave the men out. Um, okay, so definitely I will link it up on my Atomic Blonde page where you can visit that site and shop my brand and get some really cute merchandise. Would love for you guys to post it, share it, and I'm going to drop an Atomic Blonde exclusive here in the next couple weeks to go with my show that you can rock out and support the show. Definitely would love and appreciate that even more. All right. Another thing I am loving this week is Gatorade. I think I've said that before, but Gatorade is a game changer when you have chronic fatigue because it replenishes your body. 
um, and vitamin D. <laughs> Thank you, my vitamin D capsules, for keeping me somewhat from running away. <laughs> I'm strongly considering running away. So I'm just giving you guys a heads up right now that if I just like bounce and leave and like change my name, um, I was at my limit and um, I'm out letting my freak flag fly. <laughs> okay, and who am I loving this week? I would say who I am loving this week is my friend Tam who comes and does my hair finally got my nappy roots taken care of and got my blonde back to being blonde and beautiful. And yeah, so I love Tam. It's great to have a hairstylist. It's great to have someone that can do your hair. I'm sure women listening understand and sympathize with that is that hairstylists are kind of like therapists. Like I got to have a good conversation with her. She even prayed over me. Um, she's a very spiritual person. I love her so much. And it's just so great to have that outlet to have, not necessarily you're going to like a psychiatrist, you're going to a therapist, but it comes to where people that do things such as hair or a place you would get a facial or a massage, that's another way of therapy and another way of healing. And it was just really great to have her come yesterday and make me feel beautiful, make me feel important, make me feel loved. When you don't have a good week or when you're not feeling like yourself, um, it's really great to feel love. And so by getting my hair done and spending time with her, it made me feel love and it was very nice. And I am loving that this week. This week's topic is unapologetic reels with trauma expectations and reality. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So trauma, expectations, reality, all kind of coexist together. People who've been through trauma have expectations of what something should be, what something should not be. People who have not had trauma don't understand the expectations and realities of the people who have had trauma. So it's like a big old clusterfuck of clusterfuckness. That's like my favorite word is clusterfuck. It's just a great word. I mean, it's the best thing to say when you just have a bunch of stuff going on and it's, you don't really know what to do with all of it. So you just say clusterfuck. So I wanted to talk a little bit about trauma is something that is not easy for any individual who has had trauma. It's very hard. It's not something you can sweep under the rug. It's not something that after 10 to 20 years that you've just magically overcome. It stays with you. It is like a tattoo, but not a good tattoo. Okay. It's like that bad tattoo that you made a really bad decision on that just stays with you. That's what trauma is. It sucks. And it's really hard because trauma damages our psyche as well as expectations expectations damage our psyche, reality situations damage our psyche. So we are constantly built on this foundation as human beings of just unapologetic ickiness. Like it's just so much. And 
it's really hard to communicate your feelings and thoughts to others if someone hasn't experienced that trauma, that expectation, that reality. So for myself, I always feel, and I've talked about this in several episodes in the past, I feel like it's really hard to really have people understand me. And I don't know if that's because I've had trauma in my life and because I've had people treat me like garbage and like abuse me and mentally put me down and just try to destroy everything that I am. I think it scars you. Do I think that you can heal from it? Do I think that you can become a better person through those things? Yes. Um, With some of the things I've dealt with in my life, the fact that I'm not an evil, nasty, horrible person because I could be like, I've had some shit dealt my way that I could be really angry and bitter. And I do have my angry and bitter moments, but I don't have the heart for that. I don't want to ever make somebody feel like they're garbage because it's not a good feeling. I have been made to feel like I've been garbage, okay? Like absolute garbage, and it sucks. It's it's horrible. So sorry, I didn't want to get emotional on this, but it's a lot. And it's like, but even though I've had that happen to where I have moments that I feel that way, I still have love and compassion and hopes and dreams and desires of things that I feel I'm worthy of and that kind of ties back to our mindful moment worthiness no matter who you are no matter where you are no matter what you've been through what you're dealing with physical mental pain trauma expectations reality we're all worthy of a good life we're all worthy of being loved we're all worthy of having things that we want we're all worthy of the respect that we deserve And I wanted to talk about all those things and coincide those things together because it's a very impactful placement for everyone. Like it's very impactful to understand that there are so many things that people have been through that change and mold them into the person they are. And I think it's even more beautiful when a person chooses to not be that nasty person. And I'm glad that I have not turned into a nasty person. I never want to be a nasty person. I have seen my share of nasty people in my day to last me a lifetime. And I don't ever want to make someone feel the way that I've been made to be feel in my life. Because I'm telling you, it is horrible. I'm not going to go into details not going to share all that. If you guys would like me to get more personal and tell you some of the things I've been through, I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Let me know. We can maybe talk about that on another episode, but I wanted just to put that topic out there this week and get my feelings and the understanding and the communication out there that trauma, expectations, and reality all affect you. And we need to learn how to be mindful and accepting 
and letting ourselves still be okay and worth value through those things. Please let me know if you like what I just said. Please let me know if you understand it, if it makes sense, and I would love for you to share stories with me about your feelings and things that you've been through too. So thank you guys. All right. Okay guys. So it is the Chinese new year and this is our Zodiac portion of the week. So happy Chinese new year, February 12th starts a brand new year in the Chinese astrology. So your Chinese astrology is your sign adjacent to what you're born with. So we have our sun sign, like for instance, I'm a Taurus, but with my Chinese Zodiac, I'm a dog. Um, and if you want to look that up, you can definitely go to astrostyle.com, put in your birth year because it breaks down through 12 different animals for different years. So there's multiple years that you would be a dog. There's multiple years that you would be a pig, so on. All right, so here we go. What the year of the metal ox has in store in every Chinese zodiac sign. Roll up your sleeves and bring on the sweet equity. The year of the ox is a time for hard work and productivity. The ox is ruled by the planet Saturn, the tough teacher who demands that you pay your dues before reaping rewards. Themes of discipline, determination, and diligence will prevail. While the ox rules the skies from February 12th today until February 1st, 2022. <clears throat> there are five elements in the lunar Chinese astrology system, and each one rules two years of every decade. So this is a metal year. So we're in a metal ox year. This element is strategic, sharp, and cuts through confusion and chaos. The next year's emphasis will be on sharpening our tools, creating infrastructures, and piercing through the fog so that we can get right to the bottom line. All right, I'm going to break down each of your bottom lines per your zodiac animal. Like I said, you can find out your zodiac animal if you don't know on astrostyle.com. All right, for the rats out there, your bottom line is slow down and make a plan before rushing in. For the oxes out there, your bottom line is to double down on your rock-solid work ethic and reap the returns on your investments. For the rabbit, your bottom line this year is slow down instead of racing to the finish line and back up your dreams with a solid reality check. Dragons, your bottom line is you've got the need for speed, okay, top gun, but slow and steady with the heaping, helping, and humility will win the race. Snake, your bottom line, enjoy your material pleasures, but do so on a modest budget this year. Horse, your bottom line, get back in the middle and prepare to trot out a few of your big ideas. Monkey, your bottom line, tap into the stamina of the ox year and channel your clever ideas into a concrete project. Rooster, your bottom line, the ox year is epic for the rooster. Get ready to rise and shine as a natural leader and organizer for the dog, myself. Your bottom line. The austere workaholic ox energy will cramp your social butterfly style, but a little self-control could help you save your pennies. For the pig slash boar. You are your bottom line. You need to work hard and play hard, so make extra effort to prioritize fun and relaxation while the serious ox is in charge. 
So there you go, guys. Those are your Chinese Zodiac astrology bottom lines this week. And I definitely would love to hear what Chinese Zodiac sign you are. Okay, now we're going to go into playlist for music that I'm bobbing this week. All right. I have been listening to Weezer, Buddy Holly, Billie Eilish, Therefore I Am, Tonic, God, who doesn't love Tonic? If you could only see, Lunas, I got five on it because that will be forever my rap jam. And then the Lumineers, Ophelia. Those are my songs this week. I will put together a playlist of those jams as well as some other music that I have been loving and listening to. All right. This week, there is no mixtape confession because I don't feel like it. So you guys can listen to my other mixtape confessions in previous episodes to get some dirt on me but I have a bunch more dirty stories to tell as the shows progress, so stay tuned. Now let's do a fun little pop quiz to wrap up episode 15. Here's our fun pop quiz this week. When you wash your hands, do you use the cold or hot tap? Hot water. Come on, people. Have we not learned anything from coronavirus? If you had to be straight or gay for a day, whichever you're currently not, what celebrity would you most like to take on a date? Okay, if I was a lesbian, which I'm not, um, I would probably want to date Megan Fox. She's hot. What is the biggest injury you've ever sustained and how did you do it? Oh, um, I would say the biggest, biggest injury I've had was having a really bad concussion. I've had several in my day and they're not pleasant. What is the most unusual food you've ever eaten? I don't really eat unusual food. I mean, I'm into all that like plant-based and um, vegan and all that type of stuff, which doesn't seem weird to me. Um, like I eat Daya cheese because I, I love it, but I don't really eat stuff like I wouldn't eat like a scorpion. I wouldn't eat like a snake. Like, that's not me. I don't do those kinds of things. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, no. So, I don't, I don't eat things that shouldn't be eaten. Okay. What is the most unique animal you've ever touched? You know, all animals feel really different, but I want to say that my most magical moment was when I've petted a horse. I think horses are so majestic and they're so beautiful and I just, I love them and they just feel they're so strong and they're just like spirits. They're just like beautiful spirits. So I would say a horse. If you could make just one change to this world, what would it be and why? I want everybody to be fucking nice. If you could wake up tomorrow and be fluent in three additional languages, which would you choose? Okay, so I would want to speak Japanese. I would like to speak Spanish. And I would also like to speak more fluent French. <clears throat> which would you rather out of these three options? 
Be good-looking and extremely intelligent, but so poor you live on the streets. Be extremely intelligent and a millionaire, but what society classes as ugly. Or C. Be good-looking and a millionaire, but extremely, ac- extremely academically challenged, and why? I would say probably be extremely intelligent and a millionaire, but not what society thinks I should be. Because I think that's how you should be all the time. Fuck society. They don't need to tell you who you are and who you need to be. You be who you want to be. So yeah, that would be my option. What are three movies that make you cry? Okay, Steel Magnolias, Ball My Eyes Out. I still ball my eyes out at Never Ending Story every time Artex dies. Atreus' horse kills me. It's heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, destroys my soul. And the third one would be... What would be the third one that makes me cry? I don't know right now off the top of my head. Okay, well, I'm doing two, not doing three. (laughs) Would you rather go on a relaxing beach-type holiday to the Caribbean, a cultural holiday to Japan, or an adventure-packed holiday to South Africa? I think I would want to do a relaxing beach-type holiday to the Caribbean. Like, a beach sounds freaking awesome right now. Let's go. Run away. If you went to a deserted island for just six months, but you could only take one album with you, what would you take? Let's just go on and say, if I had to take one album to an island, one music album to an island, what would it be? Probably the English beat. Yeah. Put these in the order of your favorite movie genres from least to greatest. Okay, so I have to do from least to greatest of horror, action, thriller, adventure, superhero, romance, drama, comedy, musical, and dance. Damn these questions. Okay, so I'll start with the best and work my way down. Number one, comedy. Number two, horror. Number three, romance. Number four, action. Number five, thriller. Number six, adventure. Number seven, drama. Number eight, musical. Number nine, superhero. Musical and dance kind of go together. I love me some musicals and dances, but I guess that would be the order of how I would watch movies. I hope that didn't suck. Okay. If you had to lose one of the five senses, which would you choose and why? Oh my gosh, that would be horrible. Um... I don't want to lose any of my senses. I don't, I don't like that question. What do you believe as human beings we take the most for granted? I think we take people for granted. I think we have a problem with that. And I think that we need to value and cherish people that we have more because life is short and we don't know how long we'll have someone. So you better take those people in your life as being golden. Okay. How many concerts have you been to in your life and which was your favorite? I have been to so many concerts and I've dated so many musicians that I pretty much like all rock shows 
and have had great experiences at all of them. Don't really have any bad memories of concerts. So, yeah. So there's our quiz this week. Thank you guys for listening to me ramble on. I hope you loved this episode. Can't wait to be back in two weeks with Pinky as our special guest. Make sure you follow Atomic Blonde Podcast on Instagram at Atomic Blonde Podcast. And much love. Shop my brand Peachy Lemon. And I hope you have a great week. Mwah.